This is Pastor Latanya Uyola, affectionately known as Pastor Tan. I wanted to let you know that it has become very apparent now in this stage of our season of life that the enemy is no longer being quiet. He is starting to reveal himself through various people and celebrities, fashion industry, uh, in the entertainment of what we look at, what we are exposing our children to, and just being able to be so uh, relevant that time is speeding up for us saints of the most high. And I don't take this lightly, but I wanted to let you know that who is the one that has given you the authority to sit here and be about our lives. Who have we placed over all? Who have we given the authority over our lives? And usually it's a king or a queen, but I wanted to kind of go into what God has given me. And I want to pray first because this is something that I have yet to understand or comprehend until God has given it to me today. But it's coming from Jeremiah, the 22nd chapter. But first, let us pray. Dear Father in heaven, I'm asking you, Lord, to be able to open up the interpretation of this word unto us on today, Lord. Open up our minds and our hearts towards you. I understand that we have so many things going on, God, but block out the chaos and let us be able to preserve and meditate on your word. And while we're chewing and being able to have it into our souls and marinating our hearts and our minds on today, Lord, let us not forget that it was your son that was able to come down through 42 generations to give us life and life more abundantly. So I'm asking you, God, to give it us the wisdom of Solomon on today to be able to understand and interpret your word, to be able to bring out things that we need to know in this time, in this season, in order to know who we are supposed to be serving at this time. And I'm thankful and grateful for your son. I'm thankful and grateful for the grace and mercy you have given us, God. And I'm asking you just to be able to bring us humbly before your throne on today to bless us and also to be able to keep us and guide us into all the truths that you need for us to do. Cut off anything that is not of you. Burn everything that is not of you off of us. And I'm asking this and humbly we pray and we thank you. And please forgive us of our sins. In Jesus name we pray and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Now I'm going into Jeremiah the 22nd chapter. And it says, thus saith the Lord, go down to the house of the king of Judah and speak there this word and say here. The word of the Lord, O king of Judah, that sitteth upon the throne of David, thou and thy servants and thy people that entered in 
these gates. Thus saith the Lord, execute ye judgment and righteous and deliver the spoiled out of the hands of the oppressor and do no wrong. Do no violence to the strangers, the fatherless, nor the widow, neither shed innocent blood in this place. For if ye do these things indeed, then shall there enter in by the gates of this house kings sitting upon the throne of David, riding in chariots and on horses, he and his servants and his people. Verse five, but if ye will not hear these words, I swear by myself, the saith the Lord, that this house shall bring a desolation. Verse six, for thus saith the Lord unto the king's house of Judah, thou art Gilead unto me and the head of Lebanon. Yet surely I will make thee a wilderness and cities which are not inhabited. Verse seven, and I will prepare destroyers against thee, every one with his weapons, and they shall cut down thy choice cedars and cast them into the fire. Verse eight, and many nations shall pass by this city and they shall say every man to his neighbor, wherefore haveth the Lord done thus unto this great city. Verse nine, then shall answer excuse me, then they shall answer because thou have forsaken the covenant of the Lord, their God and worship other gods and serve them. Let me say that one more time. Verse nine, then they shall answer because thou have forsaken the covenant of the Lord, thy God, the Lord, excuse me, their God and worship other gods and serve them. Verse 10, weep ye not for the dead, neither be mourned him but wheat sore for him that goeth away for he shall not return no more nor see his native country. I want to say saints of the most high. We have become more and more against what God is telling us to do. And now we have to understand judgment is always coming, but to the house of God first. And you starting to see a whole lot of more of the strong things that we used to have in the United States, education. We used to have a firm foundation and the structure of the family has been crippled. And now we have more and more of the government and how their figureheads, and I'm going to say it like I mean it, the figureheads in the government have turned away from God and start serving someone else. Now I understand that this is the season the reason for this season is Christ. So I'm asking you and I'm telling you right now that we need to turn back to God in the nation and doing what we need to do. We need to be able to put God first in everything we do and we say. And it's not just to say because it's the season and this is when we celebrate his birth, but it's to be able to sit there and say, you know what? I need to consecrate myself. I need to get before him and go before him and tell him I'm sorry. Whatever sin that we have committed and what is blocking us from him, from the communication of God, we're asking him right now to come in. And even though people may not understand, we were the only two nations besides Israel. We were the only one that was founded under God. 
And we are the only one that have the sovereign promise with him. Y'all don't hear me though. Where it says it in the United States Constitution, it is under God. It's not under an Elohim. It's the only Elohim is the Alpha and the Omega. Now I'm going to say it like I mean it. See, sometimes we can be able to sit there and think we're so pious that we won't be able to sit there and let greed, uh, frustration, so much ill, real hatred, you know, so many different things that's been going on in the nation and in the world that the United States is starting to feel and know what it is. The pain that we're going through is because we have been lexadaisical. See, when the Supreme Court took prayer out of our schools, we have been exposed in so many shootings and violence and so many killings and young children being murdered. And then you wonder why, why is it that we let the government sit there and dictate to us what we should already know as the United States government, we are the ones and citizens are the ones are able to put the people appointed into the different states, judiciary, executive, legislative, in order for us to have our views being shown and viewed. See, I understand that we have been able to sit there and be under kings and presidents, pretty much figureheads that are not doing what God says do. So when one has come and has been able to proclaim and having to be able to kind of counteract of what the enemy is trying to do. Now you're starting to see the ramifications of a lie. You starting to see the ramifications of doing business with dirtiness. You're starting to see the ramifications of what we have to go through as a nation. And we should sit there and say, we do not condone what's going on. But we need to sit there and go back to God and plead and say, God, I'm sorry. And know that we have been able to sit there and have the mercy. Please be before the seat of God because we've been murderers. We've been able to sit there and have abortions come before us and we don't deny it. Now we're sitting up here and you starting to see people that are getting scammed out of their money. I'm talking about the ones that are widows and the ones that are homeless Some of them are getting abused and taken mistreated. And then you wonder why the innocent blood are the children that we have been able to see and been exposed and not having the family and the children are not being able to be cared for in some of the homes. Y'all don't hear me though. See, that is the lack of us being able to adopt so many principles as the Romans did. Do you understand that the highest love between a Roman and a Roman was a man and a man? Then it was a man and a woman. Now we have adopted those type of thinking and mindsets. And now you starting to see the ramifications of all the sin that we've been doing. All the sin and all the evil that the United States of America has tried to cover up. And then at the same exact time, we're starting to see the unveiling of so much pious, so much pride. 
and not being able to sit there and give God his praise and his just due. And sometimes just knowing that we have been able to desecrate God's love and his laws. Don't you think that we have to be able to pay for what we've done? And I say this with a heart full message to say sincerely, God, I am sorry. We should be sorry. We should be getting the people out of the seats. And even though we've elected them, and then you starting to see the debauchery, you starting to see the whole entire mess coming out. Don't you think that God is sitting there and saying, what is wrong with you? Whether this person is sitting in the white house or the blue house, don't you know, I am the one true God that is saving you. That's delivering you, giving you breath in your body. He is the only one that's able to take care of us. There is only one person, not even spirit that I know of that can be able to kill the body and the soul. And that's him. So why is it so much so that we want to stay tempted in this world? We want to stay in this world, but don't you know, God has better for us and stop thinking that the enemy is to well to do for us. He has been able to kill off so many different people. And you starting to see the pattern is that you sell your soul to the enemy, but yet and still you want to sit here and patty cake with the enemy. But yet and still, you still want to be able to be saved and sanctified on Sunday morning. Let me say something to you right now. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's my God. That's my Elohim. That's my El Shaddai. That is the one that preserves me and keeps me every day. Do I always go by? No, I do not be obedient all the time. But also at the same time, I ask God for mercy, Lord. And I am sorry, God. But sincerely seeing it and doing an action and contradicting and going back and saying, you know what? I made those decisions. I don't want to do it anymore. Let me go back. And we as so many people need to understand when you adopt so many things into your life, like Solomon did with his wives, don't you think those things will not affect you? Don't you think that you sitting up here and serving different gods because you want to keep the status or the preview or having the peace, but that peace costs you something. When you sit there and you bring in idols that is not of God and you sit there and you say, wait a minute, God, you instead of you sitting there and saying, you know what, God, let me see what you say. And God will sit there and convict you and say, wait a minute, why are you bringing things in your home that should not be? Why are you eating things that is not of God? Daniel had the same thing. And I had to start realizing and categorizing what was going on with me. God, I I need to lay down some things at your feet. I'm, I'm not saying that just for you. I'm saying it for myself because I have to be able to let some things go. I have to sit there and start purging myself and analyzing both physically and naturally. So when are you going to sit there and know that God is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, not just because it's Christmas coming, but because he's always been there for you from the very beginning, even while you were in your mother's womb, Jeremiah even recognized it. 
So why are you sitting there and being like Solomon and you had everything, you even asked for wisdom, but yet and still you're not using it to be able to stay in God's will. Don't you think that every present that you get isn't always from the God of God and the Lord of Lords? It's not. The enemy wants to keep you. He wants to keep you so shielded and keep you always busy and never having time for your word and never having time to do what God says do because he's keeping you in a fashion, in a form where you don't want to seek God. I have all of these different things. I, 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 but never sitting there and saying, you know what, God, you've given me this. You've given me my life. You've given me my home, my children, my family, my marriage. You've given me. Why can't I be able to sit there and sit back and say, God gave me, not myself. It is not I that I live, but for the Christ that lives in me. So why is it that we as Christians have to battle and every day we battle with flesh and blood? That's us, that old us. But yet it's still at the same exact time. You see what the enemy is giving out. You see what type of clothes they're giving out. You see what type of materials they're letting your children listen to and seek and see. Don't you know those things can confound you and hurt you? Your children and how you are able to speak to them and mold them and shape them into what God wants them to be. It says it in the word, every time that you paraphrasing, you're going about your way. Or if you're up, your children are the main focus for you to teach them and learn from them and letting them know who God is and start that personal relationship. So by the time that they're getting older, they can be able to go to God instead of some man or woman to fulfill everything that they need. Y'all don't hear me though. See, we have to get to that point where we believe God no matter what, because 2023, it's going to be awesome. But also at the same time, you need to make sure you're sold out to God. Are you sold out? Is he the King of Kings and Lord of Lords for you? Is he the one that you run to when you need something? Not just when you run to him, when you sit there and you see what's going on and you get the victory in your life and you sit there and you say, I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord. See, sometimes people don't understand how much God sits there. and He shifts things just for you because you're his child, because you're the one that he comes and he runs to. See, he leaves the 99 for that one and you're the one. You're the one when you sit up there and you are trying to shoot up. You're the one that when you're trying to prostitute your body, he goes and he sees about you. You're the one. You're the one that sits there and lays with someone else that you shouldn't. You are the one. When you sit up there and you deny God as an atheist and he comes and he rescues you out of all the things that you've been going through, you're the one. When you sit up there and you are doing witchcraft and he comes in and he comes in and he saves you before you are dead and gone and buried and your soul is going to hell. Shalo, don't you know he's the one? So if you don't understand, God is the main one. He's the main one that comes in and rocks you at night when no one else is there, when no one else cares. When you are the only child of your mother and your father that no one thinks you're going to do what God says to, that's the only one that cares. You need to understand 
What king do you serve on today? And I don't care what nobody else says. He is the main reason I am here today. And I am not going to sit here and disclaim him because of who is sitting in the White House or who is sitting in the Blue House, but who is sitting in the heavens of heavens, who has my soul at ease and at peace. Let me say this, saints of the Most High, this person that is sitting and doing what not to do. And I can say this also, it can be the equivalent of a pastor, prophet, preacher, or teacher that is going by religiousosity. You sitting here and you're not seeking God. You're sitting up here seeking riches and being greedy. You're sitting up here and taking some poor woman widow's money and then saying that she can't be in the church anymore because she can't be able to tithe anymore. Let me tell you something. When you sit there and you hurt the innocent children, when you know that person is raping that child in the church and you don't say anything and keep quiet, that is still not condoned. When you sit there and you gossip about somebody, but you don't even know the whole entire situation, but yet and still you let your tongue go and keep wagging, that is not condoned. When you sit there and you still sit there and you put your mouth on people, and you fully know they're of God, but yet and still, you still do what you want to do. That is not condoned. When you sit there and you know for a fact that God is willing and able in your life, but yet and still, you sit there and you sit there and you kick out the people that are prostitutes that are trying to come in and do what God says do. And they want to willingly change over their lives, but yet and still you turn your back towards them. Don't you know that's not condoned? See the King of Kings and Lord of Lords love us all. And he wants us to repent and come out of our sinful ways. Either you're saved or not saved, you still have to be able to go and talk to him. Do you understand that even though you may be a gospel artist that's sitting up here and doing unfamiliar things, things that are not of God, tainted of God, don't you know that you have to give an account to all this mess? Don't you know that every time that you've been able to spew things out of your mouth because you want to sit here. And think that God does not see Oh, God sees and he knows and he gives you a time for such a time as this. This is why all of us are getting up and doing what God says. Do the ones that ain't even don't you don't even see on the radar. The ones you think that God has not been able to call and ordain. No, we're getting up. We're getting up in droves and we're telling you what thus says the Lord. We're letting you know that it is not the government that cheats us, but God that ordains us. It's not the one that when we get ordained is that we sit there and we know that we were ordained from birth and God disappointed us. And it's not about the person that you sat there and you went and ordained, but it's about who God is in them. Let me tell you something right now that you stop sitting up here and conducting yourself like you think you are God. You are not God. You are not God. And so you need to sit there and to take your seat and know that you are his creation and not his creator. You are not the one that's sitting up here and knowing what's going on and knowing the full ramifications of what God has to do with that person. Keep your mouth shut. 
and make known that you cannot be able to put your tongue, put your hand, put your whole entire being on a person because God will not allow it. I'm talking to the ones that you sit there. And you are in church, but yet and still you sitting up here and having to make ways of people so hard in the church. Oh yeah, you know the ones that are sitting up here and know the truth about you, but yet and still you don't want to sit there and go before God to let him know what's going on with you. So God sits there and he sends the ones, the ones that are able and willing to sit there and tell you what's going on to your face. And yet it's still, you try to sit there and try to be mean to them. How dare you? Do you understand? I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm telling you right now, the church, the church is supposed to be us. Now stand for it. Know for it and do what God says do. See, the thing is, is that y'all want to sit up here and choose a secular one that is in society. One is that is not of God, but of Satan. But yet and still, you want to mask like you are of us. You are not of us. You are against us. So I'm telling you right now, if you're not living for God, have several seats. If you're not doing what God says, do in his name, have several seats. Matter of fact, go back and tell the elders that sat there and anoint you and appointed you to go ahead and sit there and tell them, no, you did not get anointed and appointed of God. Because you sit there and you go against God and you think that it's okay and it's all right for you to get through it. Oh, I'm not going to be exposed. Look, 2023, oh my God, God is not done yet. Like I told you at the beginning of November of 2020, one, God is not no respected person. Whatever you sow, you shall reap. And now I'm asking you because kings are supposed to be royalty, but yet and still you want to keep your hands dirty. You want to keep God's money to yourself and build up this kingdom. Do you understand that money is not going to go with you, but it's going to go and it's going to go and it's going to proceed to someone else. And it's already dirty money or blood money because you sat there and you took the souls of someone else. Stop sitting there and saying that it's okay, that it's all right to be like this, to be able to sit there because you saw the anointing on one person and you don't have it anymore. What do you mean, pastor? You can sit there and be jealous of somebody because they already started out and what God has begun in them a good work, but you starting to see that you have become the soul of the whole entire thing. What do you mean, pastor? It was specifically in the kings. You were of God. You were of the house of David. But yet and still, you sit there, you became Solomon at the end. You ask for wisdom, but yet and still, next time you sit there and you say, wait a minute, God, I can be able to do better than this. I can be able to have the women that I need. I can be able to maneuver and and manifest, and there's nothing wrong with you having wealth, and God will bless you for that. But guess what? Don't be able to replace the wealth with what relationship you have with God. Oh, let me say that one more time for the people in the back. The relationship you have with God is never negotiable. It is never on the table. God comes before everything else in my life. And I have to be able to let him know that 
I got to put down the phone. I got to put down all these different things and letting people know that, look, God comes first and nobody else comes first than him. See, he is the main reason why so many of us are still living and still having that grace period. And please forgive me because we have so many different things that go on during this time. But I'm letting you know this right now. The devotion that we should have as much as we have heard right now is the Korean national anthem. And then you'll hear the United States anthem and it's played at a certain time to be able to let the people know of our loyalty to our people. Why can't you do the same thing for God? See, sometimes we need to get up early in the morning. And I know that lately God has been getting me up lately, early just to talk to him, just to sit there and let him know I love him. Let him know that I thank God for him. Let him know that even though something is coming up and I don't know all, but you can feel the shift in the body. You can feel the shift in the earth that, you know, things are happening and we have to be able to sit there and see who is the king. Is God the king of glory for you? The Lord strong and mighty. Is he the one that's sitting up here and being the mighty in battles? Is he the one that's sitting up here and blessing you when you sit there and you go home and you have food on your table and you have a clothes on your back and you're able to have transportation? Is he the one? Is he the one that you sit there and you give your praise to and not man? See, so many times. We want to be caught up on what somebody wears to church, but not their whole heart content. See, I've seen where God can be able to transform people's minds and hearts. And then all of the other things like the dressing and everything else changes because we want to be able to see that transformation in them. When you love on somebody. And I was listening to that like this past year. I heard from a man that used to be a Satanist, high powered priest. He said the woman that was saved, she honestly gave him a wholehearted hug and said, I love you. And he said, because she did that and I knew that was from God, I had to change my whole entire perspective. I had to change my heart posture and I had to change my clothes. I had to change my wardrobe. I had to change how I was living, how I was operating, what I was praying to and who I was praying to. And the thing of it is, is that he was sitting there and saying that he wanted to know God and God manifested himself, you know, in all the little details. And I understand that Satan doesn't care for us. He's going to come after us. He's going to give us bad dreams. Me. He's going to sit there and have demons and devils to try me try to come in and sit there and give you this false pretense of, Hey, let me go ahead and, and taunt them. Let me be able to No, God sits there. And he, every time I close my eyes and the enemy is there and I have to say, God, you blessed me to be able to be here for thus long. Now you're going to be able to take me through not just for one more year, but the, all the days of my life. See, the enemy don't have me anymore. And that is a threat to everyone else that I know. Because I don't have 
the enemy as my God anymore, my king. I have the king of kings. So he wants to be able to make sure that I have fear, anxiety, worry, stress, all these different things in my life just to be able to keep that stronghold on me. But if we, as the body of Christ, if we come up against the enemy, if we let them know who is the king still in the United States, which is God Almighty, then we can be able to win. We may not take what people say to heart, but God always tells us we win. We win in the end. We, we win. The enemy goes down to the endless pit and the ones that were not faithful to God go with him. But the ones, we are the ones that's going to be clothed and being able to sit there and know and bow down. All of us will bow down. Even Satan to say, God is the King of Kings. And the Lord of Lords. Now I'm saying this is because do not be fooled by what the enemy is going to be able to bring in 2023. The enemy wants to keep up the tricks. And it even says in the Bible that even the very elect will be deceived if God did not sit there and shorten the time. There are things that are going to be coming up. There are demigods that's going to be coming up. There are are things that we don't even fathom that will be coming up. But we have to sit there and know who God is and know the word for ourselves. Make no mistake about it. The king, the champ, the one, Jesus, he came, he died and was risen. And he's coming again. He's not changing. God is not playing. We have to get into the space. So who is over your life on today? What are you missing in your life? Is it peace? Is it understanding? Is a relationship with a man or a woman and they are chaos? Or is it because you have generational curses? When I say generational, because you can have a parent that is an alcoholic and it's generations that were going on. Be the one to break the chains. Be the one to say, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's not my identity anymore. God has already vanquished that. Well, pastor, you're getting deep on today. You know what? It says in the word, deep, I'm calling deep. God is calling us. And we need to change the frequency, need to change the station, need to change our heart posture towards him. Stop thinking that we have time. We don't have any time. And I got the word this week that we have to be able to speak the word in season and out of season while yet God may be found. His spirit may be found. We need to do that. In order for us to get back to what God has already ordained for us to be. Now, my sincere apology, I said Philippians 4 and 17, it's Philippians 4 and 13. But to honestly sit there and tell you is that make sure you know your word. Please, every time that you are listening to this broadcast, whether it's on your uh, 
your phone or you have your Bible, have it available to you. It doesn't cost us anything to open it up. And see, that's the thing is that I didn't even get into where it says and it states about like the good cedar. All of that, when King David had been able to acquire and Solomon has been able to acquire, the enemy took it because the kings after them that were seated were so disdainful, deceitful, and wasn't falling in God's ways. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Stop sitting here and going with the crowd. You were meant to be standing out. This is why you are particular people, peculiar people, unique people that je ne sais quoi. That uniqueness about you is not going to go away. You have been ordained by God, fashioning everything that he does for you, fashioning the Holy Spirit, ordained by God. Blood is dripping from you. And that is a metaphorically because every time that God sees you, he sees the blood of Jesus on you. This is what we are. This is who we are. I'm not going to deny who I am. And every time that we come into a room, it's supposed to be illumination and it's the light. We are the illumination. We are the light. We are the ones that are supposed to bring in the truth and live it. Not just tell people about it, but live it. So that makes the difference in your lives. So that when we reap the benefits of God, it's not just for my children or the next generation. It's not just for 10 generations from now, but also immediately just for my relationship with God. I want to be like Enoch. That while I was dwelling here on the earth, God saw me and he saw that I was doing what he says do. And he said, you know what? He was so pure that he had to take him to heaven with him. I know I'm not pure. I know I'm in sin, but I'm going to live the best that I can for God. And I'm going to do it the way that God tells me to do it. And if I sin, I need to ask for forgiveness. And I need to sit there and honestly have an honest conversation with myself. Purge myself on a daily basis. You don't want to be like the later Solomon. You don't want to start off with wisdom and honesty and trust and then you fall in love. But then you fall in love with so many women that you start sitting there and you start having your sacrifices of praise and offering to other gods just to appease your wife. Just to appease your spouse. That's something that you can't. All the things that they had. The weapons. The the chariots. Everything that King David had. Was given over. To another kingdom. And the people. All the people. Had one king to be able to have his eyes gouged out. Before his children. His sons were all killed. And then his eyes were gouged out and he died in a foreign land. How do you think it is for us to be in a foreign land when God is the one that has preserved us in abundance? Why do y'all think the enemy is so hard, pressed hard against you because you're doing something that is earth shaking? You're waking people up to know who he is before he comes. 
accepting him while it yet his spirit can be found. I don't know how a lot of people are living. And then they wonder how you are living in peace and prosperity when they have hell bound things going on in their house. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. When God gave me this message and it was Jeremiah 22nd, I read the whole thing, go back and read. It is speaking volumes to me. And it was going also when you could go down a little bit more and it was talking about in the 20th verse, go up to Lebanon and cry, lift up thy voice in Bashan and cry from the passage for all thy lovers are destroyed. 21, I spoke unto thee in thy prosperity, but thou sayest, I will not hear. This hath been thy manner from thy youth, that thou obeyest not my voice. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. 22, the wind shall eat up all thine pastors, and thy lovers shall go into captivity. Surely then shalt thou be ashamed and confined for all thy wickedness. You don't think that God will not turn us over because of our weakness, because of our, our, our sins. You don't think that God will not sit up there and turn us over to our enemies because we are what the United States of America. If we break the covenant with God and we have, we need to repent. We need to think about what we need to do for our nation, for the next generation. It is so many people that stop going to church because so many people are playing church when we supposed to be the church. And I know every church is not perfect. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But also at the same exact time, let God lead you into the church that you need to be in. Let you be on the spiritual guidance or the spiritual stronghold of someone that's guiding you. Let him be the one to tell you what's going on. Don't ignore if somebody tells you or God tells you what's going on with that person. Because soon you will find out the whole entire truth and then you would have to leave. Why is this so important, pastors? Because I can't sit under someone that isn't doing what God says do. You can't sit under a president, a king, a queen, or anybody in authority, pastor, apostle, deacon, prophet, minister, teacher, if they are not doing what God says do. If they are not living the way that God says to live. In this word, you have to go. Because God wants you to live holy. That is the only way that he wants us to be. Amen. Please go back and read Jeremiah 22nd chapter. It's so 13 verse. And I will leave you with this. Woe unto him that bid of his house by unrighteousness. Oh, Jesus. And his chambers by wrong that use of his neighbor's service without wages and given him not for his work. 14 verse that saith, 
I will build me a wide house and large chambers and cut of him out windows. And it is clad with cider and painted with vitamin. And go back and read the rest. Because how could you sit there and build your house by the ungodly or the unrighteous in the word as it says? But we know what's right. But we turn a by eye to it. This is not going to stand in God's house. We need to choose the right person, the right one that is over us, whether it is God or man. Hmm. The choice is yours. You have to choose. Can't be lukewarm in this time, this season. If we're of God, stand up. And I'm going to say it like this. Go big or go home. Know who God is in your life. Stop sitting up here playing. The enemy ain't playing and we shouldn't be either. Thank you for listening. And if you like what you heard, please follow and subscribe. And find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music and Audible, Spotify and Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung Podcasters, and other major platforms such as YouTube. Please make sure that when you see these shows, please leave a five-star rating. But most importantly, it's for us to reach more people. And if you have any questions or comments, please find me on Facebook. It is written by LaTanya, L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. Once again, it's L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. And also at the same exact time. Please go to Romans 10, 9, and 8. If you want to be able to confess your sins to God, it is not too late. This is for him and your relationship with him. Do you understand that we come in through God's mercy and grace? We come in because of Jesus' son. And we don't see him unless through him. And it says, Romans 10, chapter 9 and 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Please make sure you're making the right decision. Let God come in. And he will be able to change a whole lot of different things. Does the battle with the flesh keep going? Yes, it does. But at least you do have the Holy Spirit and you have Jesus and you have God to help you with it. And you have the angels to assist you. But don't depend on the angels. Don't depend on nothing but God, the one true God. So when God sees you, he sees his son. He sees the blood that he has shed for you. And then the Holy Spirit, he gives you the wisdom. He gives you the discernment. Don't deny what God has given you on today. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And for the ones that's been faithful to me, We have some more many things coming and I want to say thank you. So please, questions and comments are so awesome and critiques are good too. Whether good or bad, 
I'm thankful and grateful for being able to be here and also to be the creator of It Is Written. Thank you so much for your time. Kanosa mida, anyong.